0: Happy New Year and welcome to Healthy-ish. This is, of course, your daily podcast from Body and Soul with me, Felicity Harley. Now, to inspire your new year, we're giving you our best of series, our top listen to episodes of 2023. And as this app drops on a Friday, we are sharing the hottest chat last year between our digital editor, Ashley Austin, and myself. We were in the studio and we talked about the three hottest topics of the week. Hello, welcome back to Healthy Hello, hello everyone. Another week. Another week, another few things to talk about. Absolutely. Kick us off.
1: Okay, so my pick of the week is this piece we ran about this lazy girl job trend you might have seen doing the rounds on social media. Have you seen it? Actually,
0: no. Okay. And I spend a bit of time on social media. (laughs)
1: Let me explain then. So Lazy girl jobs. They, the the trend is about people opting out of these high powered, ambition driven careers and favouring, you know, easy office jobs that pay the bills without sacrificing their mental health and personal time. It sounds pretty good. So sounds like music to my ears. Yes, it right sounds now. like a dream. So in essence, it's it's a refusal to work outside of the hours and requirements stipulated in an employment contract and not exerting yourself beyond the outlined responsibilities. So essentially, just doing the bare minimum. The bare FA, I was going to say. Yeah, the absolute (laughs) bare. So they're usually remote jobs too, and they have high levels of employee trust. So workers can take a long lunch break or run errands throughout the day, as long as they get their work done. So this term was originally coined by TikTok creator Gabrielle Judge, and she calls herself an anti-work girl boss which I love. We're, we've really left the girl mm-hmm. boss era behind. And she encourages the younger generation of workers to be stringent about the kind of jobs they accept and the hours they work. So as you know, coming up through the media, as Felicity and I did, a lot of long hours, a lot of things, tasks outside few, of well, our remit. Few,
0: many, many midnight finishes. <laughs> yes,
1: many, many. And it was just sort of Quote unquote, part of the job, as I'm sure a lot of you listening have jobs and careers in fields that are the same. She claims that hustle culture has gone on for too long and she encourages everyone to tap out of the rat race and move into a job that just pays the bills and doesn't come at the expense of your mental health.
0: Now, I can see this. I can feel it because we've had the girl boss era, which perhaps is one extreme. Yes. And this is the other extreme. I don't know if I'm into it. It sounds all. Amazing. Yeah. And exactly what I want. But do I really want to be in a job that's that I don't have drive or that I don't want to be doing every minute of the day? And and
1: yeah. And I think a lot of us go into careers because we're passionate about Mm -hmm. it. It might not be for a financial gain, it might be more for for passion reasons. Mm. You know, you're really interested in your field and you want to excel and achieve great things as part of a team or also personal achievements in your role. So I definitely don't think it's for everyone, but if you are feeling burnt out, know that the trend is around. Yes,
0: Maybe you can do a, go and do this for six months yeah, or a, a year stint. and then, <laughs> then yeah. switch back. And actually might I add, sometimes when we worked late, we had lots of fun lots because we were passionate about what we did. Exactly, We actually wanted to be there. We ended up ordering takeaway to our desks. And getting it done. Exactly. Yeah. And it was fun. So somewhere in the middle for me is probably... The best place to be when it comes to work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Set some boundaries if you are feeling burnt out or just do a stint. Maybe you want to just go and work at Checkout Chick for six months and go back to your
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. Um, okay, well, I want to pick up on this study that came out recently. <clears throat> it, it's about cramming exercise and it just made me think where do I sit? Am I an ex- exercise crammer? Which I'm gonna tell you more about in yep. a minute. Or am I a bit of the daily dose type? Do mm-hmm. I need a bit every day, or do I wanna go all out on weekends? And actually, which is better for you? How um, do you exercise before we start? How do you exercise? Yes. So I
1: admit that I am a daily doser, but I do longer exercise stints
0: on the weekends, so longer sessions. So you're a bit of both. I'm a bit of both, yeah. Well, I I feel like throughout my life I've gone through waves yes. where When I was full steam working, not as a lazy girl, as a stressed out girl, (laughs) I probably crammed on weekends. Long run or something. Absolutely. And when my kids were really little, now I'm more of a a daily doser. Mm. Um, Well, this new study actually says you can cram. Actually, that's the other thing I was going to mention. When I was cramming, I often questioned whether that was the right way to go about it. What does science have to say? Well, let me tell you. A new study has dropped in the journal JAMA love that name by the way about exercise and its in its benefits and basically it was a study done by a bunch of Harvard researchers who delved into this amazing biobank database from the UK of half a million participants it's a big study <clears throat> imagine herding those cats well actually just to, the study was only of 90 000, only of 90,000 oh, participants <laughs> but this biobank database is actually mm. people who've signed up and who Volunteer to be involved in different sorts of studies. So they go into this mass pool, and then their names get pulled out. If uh, you know, mate, I'm doing yep. a study about breast cancer. Has anyone had breast cancer? Okay, I want you. Mm-hmm. Um, so these Harvard researchers asked 90,000 participants to wear acceleromet- accelerometers, which are basically wrist trackers, for about six six years, six and a half years. And it's a commitment, a big commitment. <laughs> The researchers then categorize their participants as either weekend warriors, regular exercises or as inactive. So just to define what that weekend warriors, we all know one to two sessions per week, regularly active, more than three sessions per week. And then obviously those who didn't do it. And they looked at factors like frequency, set. Session duration and active activity intensity. I cannot get my words out today. Anyway, <laughs> their findings. Basically what they found is that those who jammed their 2.5 hours of activity into one or two days cut their risk of heart attack by 27%. It's Compared hefty. to 35% among people who exercise more days a week. More effective for your heart health yeah. to exercise on a weekend. And for your scheduling, personal exactly. time. So- there was something about this day that was deeply reassuring for me that yeah. often during the week you can get caught up in life and stuff. And then suddenly for me, it's Friday afternoon and I'm thinking, hang on, have I even, Move what have my I body done this yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? You can hit snooze. Exactly. Permission and just granted. get out there on the weekend. Yeah. When you've got more time. Exactly. We love that. Okay, most click story of the week.
1: So, our most click story of the week was around one of our favorite things here at Body and Soul, and that's coffee. So, it turns out the caffeine in our coffee might not be responsible for that buzz we get from our morning latte. Researchers found it might actually be the Act of drinking coffee that works miracles, not the caffeine hit itself. Okay, how so? Yes. So to learn more, researchers recruited 47 people who consumed at least one coffee each day, and they found it was coffee consumption but not caffeine consumption that led to better visual processing and cognitive function, like your memory, your cognitive control, and goal-related behaviour. So they think that this placebo effect might work because – culturally drinking a cup of coffee before starting your day is a social norm you know we wake up we have our coffee and that routine leads us to be more productive most of us are more productive when we get up we have our coffee we get going with our day mainly because of cultural norms right we can't just hop back into bed and have a three-hour sleep we Mm -hmm. have to go to work we have to look after kids and all the rest of it so if you do get handed a decaf latte accidentally next time
0: you're at the coffee shop it might not matter too much you know i might run this as a little blind test on my husband and yeah. see, see how he copes if he has a um, decaf latte in yeah. the morning yeah try it interesting mm. if you do want to read more about those topics I will leave links to them in the show notes anything else you can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au, follow us on socials. We also would love it if you could rate and review this episode or subscribe to this podcast, any other ideas for topics for us to chat about, please DM me at Felicity Harley. Thank you also for listening. Enjoy the summer, sunshine, and until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish.